0: Bad,
1: immoral,
2: and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show.
1: piping hot and delicious. The Modern food, Eater. Food, food, food,
2: food. Oh, come and get it. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman.
3: Okay, let's get it. Thanks for tuning into the Modern Eater Show with Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. We're uh, back in the iHeart Studios tonight, and we have a big show for you. Can't wait to tell you all about it. Um, Summer Dinner Series, it's in uh, full swing starting July 3rd, just coming up this Tuesday with the sold-out Carrie Baird. Eight weeks in in a row, boys, we're doing uh, dinners on Tuesday nights at Barbecue Supply Company, which is a great kitchen venue that seats 40. It's an intimate chef's table experience, and I'm so looking forward to it. The lineup. Brian, you know what it is? I do, I do, I do. All right. Uh, Tuesday, July 3rd, Chef Carrie Barrett sold out. Can't get tickets, okay?
4: Sold out. And the food is coming from?
5: Field to Fork. Field to Fork.
4: And and Growers growers Organic. organic.
3: Yes. Thank you, babe. And she's doing fish. Fish which should be delicious. It's uh, all Colorado products. Hey, Jay Parker, how are you?
5: I'm well, Greg. Thank you for asking. Are we
3: on uh, Facebook Live right now?
5: We should be on Facebook Live right now. Great. There it is.
3: It popped up. Facebook Live. Share it with your friends. Um, It's going to be a fun show tonight. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Sharing is caring, right, Jay?
5: Yeah, that's right. And, uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, I drew a blank. Go ahead.
3: How How do you share it, though? Uh, summer Dinner Series is what I'm talking about right now. Eight weeks in a row. It begins July 3rd, and it runs through August 21st. And we'd love to share these Chef's Table experiences uh, with you for eight weeks in a row. So Carrie Baird is week one. Week two is our friend Keegan Gerhardt, Food Network star and uh, owner of D-Bar Denver.
4: And the food will be supplied by our friends, South, South River Aquaponics. Aquaponics. Uh, we should almost try to get some change Carrie's mind on the fish and use their fish for her That's dinner. An That's an interesting thing, I know. think,
3: but we're all set and locked and loaded. We are. For we the, are. Uh, Sorry,
4: I don't want to throw any curveballs.
3: You know. So the 10th is going to be Keegan Gerhardt, the 17th youngest chef, uh, hottest chef in Denver right now, in my estimation. His name is Chef Preston Phillips. He's the owner of Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole in Cherry Creek. And he's going to be joining us in the In the Kitchen segment at 6.45. So looking forward to talking to Chef Preston. And then also just an FYI, um, Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole in Cherry Creek. We will be doing a live broadcast outside of Grind Kitchen next week, the 7th. Uh, for Cherry Creek Arts Festival, and uh, that should be a good time. We love
4: to get down to Cherry Creek Arts Festival. On the uh... Wait, wait, and the food will be provided by... Who is that? That is going to be Berg Harvest, and we're going to be pumped because we've got, I just got in about 10,000 pounds of Rainier cherries, and about 5000 pounds of Bing cherries and so hopefully we're going to have some cherries for that dinner and some of their peaches I love it for that dinner because cherries and peaches it's the season folks yeah
3: and and not to derail but we went on a road trip 2018 throughout Colorado and sourced some great things from farms and ranches and breweries and distilleries and brought them all home for this summer dinner series uh, the 24th is a to be announced, but it's a good one. I can't wait to announce this. We're going to announce it on uh, Monday. Um, but look forward to the 30th of July, which it's Brother Luck, isn't it? Or is it Daniel? No,
4: that would be Daniel Asher. Daniel Asher is on the 30th. I know this schedule. I, I Inside and out, I've tattooed it on the inside of my thigh. Which
3: everybody should that. do. And if you'd like to see the schedule, <laughs> summerdinnerseries.com, summerdinnerseries.com. Uh, the, so after that, the 7th of August is Chef Brother Luck. And these are all all-star chefs that we're dealing with here. Yep. Uh, get your tickets now. Chef Brother Luck's also in the Ramen Throwdown.
4: And we forgot the food on Daniel Asher, but I definitely love L- Brother Luck because the food is going to be wild game from one of the folks that we visited on our trip, right? We're going to be hitting our buddy up for a whole pig for our boy Brother Luck, aren't we?
3: Uh, he Brother Hopefully. Luck loves cooking with uh, whole pigs, so we'll take a look at that as well. And then Kyle Mendenhall on the 14th of August, which Kyle Men- Mendenhall at Arcana. Uh, in Boulder. He's a great guy. He's a great chef. Looking forward to that. And then to round it off, benefiting the uh, ACF, Colorado Chefs Association Apprenticeship Program, and we're going to have an apprentice on this evening, Brandon Hart at 630, right here on 630 KHOW. Benefit uh, all of the dinner series, benefiting um, the Colorado Chefs Association Apprenticeship Program, but then we're going to show off all of these great chefs, uh, from the ACF Colorado uh, chapter on the 21st of August. And uh, it'll be quite the summer. Looking forward to it. And then, um, what well, better way to finish than with a beer? Uh, September 8th is Micro Brew Fest, uh, one of our annual beer festivals, which is uh, uh, what we're looking forward to as well. So, a fun summer, action packed for you. Uh, you'll be hearing from a lot of the guests and uh, cooks from the Summer Dinner Series. So um, at 6.15, we're going to head on down to Palisade, Colorado, via telephone and talk to Scott from Field to Fork. He's paired up with Kerry Baird, and uh, we want to hear how their farm's doing. I'm, I'm a huge fan of theirs on social media. I well, like yeah. all the time.
4: Let me them. chime in, Greg, because we had such an incredible experience there. They are so real. And one of the things that you spoke about, Jessica and Scott, is is that they're the unapologetic farmers yeah. because they speak the truth, they, they don't cut corners, they call people out when they should. And and there's something that I really love about a young farmer who is putting it all on the line. These folks came, They they learned a little bit of their farming practices in San Diego. So they're risk takers. They're people who want to put stuff in the ground that doesn't necessarily grow in Colorado, like artichokes, like sunchokes. They're, uh, you know, and, and that strange thing is, folks, is artichokes are the, above the ground, and a sunchoke is actually called a Jerusalem artichoke, and it grows below the ground. It's a root vegetable, just a little tidbit of facts. But these two are just awesome people, and I'm stoked. I think we're going to get them to come to the dinner which is going to be cool because two people, totally unassuming, but they're not going to BS you. They're going to tell you how they feel. And those are the kinds of people that, you know, we're all about dirt first. And those are those kinds of people, dirt first.
3: Kind I'm looking forward to talking to Scott because you're right. I call them unapologetic, uh, organic farmers. And when you say speak the truth, they speak their truth. Um, but that's exactly what that is. And and so tonight's show being Scott from Field to Fork at 6.15, 6.30. Brandon Hart, he's an apprentice in the apprenticeship program for the ACF.
5: And a go-getter.
3: He signed up for all of our dinners to yeah. help out, yeah, uh, which is fantastic. 6.45, it's the uh, young chef Preston Phillips, grind kitchen and watering hole. Uh, 7 o'clock, Peter Ullman's going to make a return visit because he's a fascinating guy. Talk about, um, uh, you want to say controversial? I don't really think it's controversial, but a lot of people, uh, if you were to ask Scott his opinion from field to fork, because they're such big soil people. Um, when you talk about Peter Ullman and South River op- Aquaponics, his gig's all different. It's uh, He's dealing with water and minimal waste of water, um, doing w- what I believe is a very sustainable way of farming. So we'll talk to Peter and how he got into that. And then uh, in the seven o'clock hour, Tuan Law, he's in studio with us right now. Ramen Throwdown's coming up. He's going to tell you all about it. And uh, Tuan's just one of these guys that you love being around. Uh, he's very talented in a lot of areas, loves food, and ramen is uh, kind of his thing. He says he, he shouldn't be in it, Be number one, because it's his event. But number two... He thinks he makes the, the best. That's right.
4: I love an ego like that to be honest when it comes to cooking, man. You have to have that kind of ego as a chef.
3: All of these dinners are beer pairing dinners and we have two breweries. Um, two breweries that are signed up each and every week. At intrepid sojourners doing the uh, lions share with um, with what uh, they're they're doing the beer dinners and then they're pairing up with a guest brewer. So they'll be coming in with uh, the first week is Brews Beers. So Brews Beers, Intrepid Sojourner, how it looks is at uh, 5.30, you're going to come into this awesome, intimate chef table experience venue and have one hour of cocktails with Rocker Spirits. And then at 6.30, you're going to sit down for a five-course meal, and you'll sit at the dinner table with us, and the chef will be right in front of you, and um, you'll get to have uh, two beers with each and every um, course and then um it, the chefs will be talking to you it'll be interactive we'll be streaming live uh it's a good time so we're going to take a break and we're going to come back um are we good to go with the guest okay we're going to come b- take a break come back scott's on the line right now from field to fork so we'll take that break we'll be right back it is the modern eater show on i radio
2: choose your path
5: Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow. How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce tomato pickles, and never in hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers. With a staff that really care On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com
2: Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey. Rocker rum. Rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, what's
6: going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. (laughs)
7: Oh man, we're having a good time, we're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef, you are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
8: Hi everybody, it's Chef Carrie from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also
2: on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado, <laughs> and you're listening to The Modern Eater on
4: iHeartRadio.
3: Two of the chefs in our summer dinner series right there, Chef Brother Luck and Chef Kerry Baird. Get your tickets now, summer series summerdinnerseries.com straight to the vip line greg hollenbeck jay parker and brian freeman and uh, we have scott from field to fork how are you scott
6: and a gorgeous summer day out here in palisade yeah
3: <laughs> okay good good a little uh overcast today and cooler but we'll take it uh scott oh, what man. kind of That's temps crazy. are
4: you getting out there scott
6: Oh, we're, we're about 100, 102 pushing. Uh, Noah is officially a top of two for the past day. Today, today we saw a high of 98-ish. You know, a little, a little variable. We'll, we'll take that as two. But the days are getting shorter, guys. The growing season is, is winding up. Depending on, on your region of Colorado, it's go time. Lots of fall planting. Rush, 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 rush. Get it in, get it in, because. The monsoons will come in the evening. Before you know it, we're going to have glorious rain.
3: We're on uh, Facebook Live right now as well, showing pictures of you and um, your wife. And it's just, it's such a, we miss being down there with you, Scott, drinking um, chai tea underneath your tree on your, <laughs> oh, on your the bench.
6: Chai's under tree. You guys should do an overnighter here and, and, and see more of what we do. We, we love sharing the farm. And our farm is a lot about education, passion in which, in the art of horticulture.
3: Hey, done and done. I'll cook. How's that?
6: Oh yeah, the fact. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I like it. <laughs> Scott, we've been having a debate. How do you pronounce your last name?
6: So it's Wash Koyak. It sounds Japanese, but it's Polish. Wash Koyak. And I lucked out because my mom's maiden name was Kasparovitz, K-A-S-P-R-O-W-I-T-Z. <laughs> so I'm a lucky guy. Washko, yeah.
3: uh, well, you <laughs> are a lucky guy. Field to Fork Farm, please tell people, uh, number one, where you're located and what you guys are up to.
6: We are the, the mouth of the Tibet Canyon on the western slope in a high alpine uh, growing environment that is second to none anywhere in the state of Colorado. Um, you may know listeners out there, the peaches and some grapes that grow out here. Uh, we primarily grow vegetables. We have a small amount of stone and pomes, so apples, pears, of course, cherries, peaches, plums, all the rest. Um, Mesa County, if anybody out there in the Denver area hasn't experienced it, come out this fall and this summer. Come see it. Stretch your legs. When it's do you figure?
3: Yeah, when do you figure the best time to uh, visit? I mean, you'll say all the time, but uh... I, I'm gonna,
6: I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm gonna give you the lowdown here. Definitely avoid the festivals. You know, the, it's a small town still. This this heat of summer stuff. You know, you guys are seeing it, Denver. You know, the falls just linger on here for ever. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's like November, and you're like, oh, man, Thanksgiving's next month, and it's just like. Wow, I got basil still, you know, you're just obviously one of the most most cold-sensitive plants we grow in our gardens here in Colorado. And, yeah, so I, I'm a big fan of, of the later, you know, on, on when it's kind of mud season in the high country or kind of getting funky or... You know, you could just use that drive, uh, 244 miles west of Denver on, on the corridor of Route 70 there. So not not a bad drive if you time
4: it right. That's- hey, Scott, Brian Freeman here. Talk about the fact that you grow all this crazy stuff and where you guys, like, really got a passion for farming.
6: Awesome. Hey, Brian. Uh, Brian, I want to first of all take a, take a big shout out to Growers Organic and and what, what you guys do for us and, and how you support people growing crazy stuff. That's uh, applauded tenfold um i grew up in illinois mid-state uh super soybean and corn country my uh my my dad's dad my grandfather my dad's side had kind of a kind of a polish catholic divorce from my grandma and he lived with his brother on some acreage with a small orchard and a humongous garden so life at grandpa's and and uncle Walt's was pretty awesome you know hey you want to go cut five acres of grass. Here's the here's the tractor, you know, eight years old on a on a eighty horsepower tractor mowing mowing and getting the bug and shooting rabbits with the twenty two and then slumping slumping everything into the summer kitchen and seeing how that went really got me the bug. Um as far as me getting out of the Illinois Valley, LaSalle County where I grew up, uh Colorado State was my, my next destination. There, I, I met some awesome people in the horticulture. I actually studied landscape horticulture, which is, you know, not quite the, the straight and narrow of, of crop production, but uh, got involved with a biodynamic organic communal farm. <laughs> not to not to make me sound too crunchy there, boys, but uh, <laughs> it's true. Um, Steve, of the likes, of Adrian Card was, was part of that, and uh, he's he's a CSU Ag Extension down in in the in the denver area there and just really ignited that saw that the change was through our stomachs and and the money we put down to fuel that stomach at a at a young age always loved surf skate and snow illinois i was a, not seen without a skateboard and then colorado brought me to the snow but it was always the the roots of those things the surfing wound up in california um, in the meantime, bouncing back from California and Breck, I met one lovely Jessica Rouse from here in Mesa County. And like like all other happenings, I thought it was just a, a good thing going, and I'd be back out to the coast. Well, she doubled down and went back to the coast with me. Spent months and months just drifting roads down in Baja and surfing, but there always was the agriculture. We, you know, caught ourselves going, and we got some grapes and set a picnic up overlooking a field of, you know, workers setting up tomatoes. You know, isn't that fascinating? Oh, look! At, and do you notice this guy? All oh, he's doing, you know, and just it always, no matter no matter what went on, surf skating, snow partying in college, girls, it, it always got brought back to growing stuff, and it it just it it it, it piles to a point where. And other people know is you can't deny your path your destiny um so jess and i got tired of all the in californias working on at a, at a at a farm out there yada 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 and she's from mesa county and we got married and, and she really pulled the reins and said look you know let's move back to colorado and of course i was in agreement. we came back to mesa county here um Grand Junction didn't really appeal to me. It was Palisade pulling me, in, and Jess knew that the weather was, was the most mild at this end of the mouth of the Beck Canyon. How how we get such great peaches here is that the cold mountain air needs to drop, 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 and drop. And if you sink, it goes all the way down to Moab. That's where the kind of the baseline bottom of the hole is there. And as long as you have a cold breeze moving along, getting on, getting on, don't stop here and condense and get very humid. It will not kill the bloom of your peach, of your cherry, so on and so forth. So quickly, we, we got a place on 3rd Street there. Oh, in the all-in-one season, started a, started a farm that we were kind of refugee farmers. Didn't have a farm, you know, would just make makeshift shelters to – boxes and just started growing stuff. And we grew out of that. And then in 2014, we got on to some of President Obama's legislation that for the first time gave farmers allocated monies from federal subsidies to farmers other than, you know, corn and soy and stuff like that. So with the help of the USDA, we we purchased a seven-acre lot here in Palisade that's right across from the cemetery. And I will tell you, they are the best neighbors.
9: <laughs> little bit
4: They're quiet, fun, right? Quiet. Day, you know, but, you, know I, you
6: know, a couple times a year, I can put up with it. And uh, it's 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 awesome. It's it's a bit of what I saw as a child at my grandfather's and uncle's, but out west, and west is the best. I'm not looking back.
3: Oh man, what a story. Uh, that's why we love talking to you. That's the voice of Scott from Field to Fork. And uh, Scott and Jessica, they're teamed up with Carrie Baird, which there's actually a connection there. You guys, when, <laughs> we come down there and we say, we're doing this summer dinner series, Carrie Baird. You're like, ah, we know Carrie. Um, back this before the real. top chef started, back before a lot of things. She, you guys used to ride the hills with her, right?
6: Yeah. Carrie, well, I know Carrie through, I, I, I was a bellman at Beaver Run Hotel up there in Breckenridge and I, uh, Carrie worked the front desk, and and Carrie dated and I think married one of the one of the bellhops in there. And um, I knew Carrie from way back, and it just was so cool to have so much time go past, and then just be like, "Wow, Chef Carrie's on you know on Top Chef. Wow, Chef Carrie's kicking butt on Top Chef. <laughs> yes, and then was. wow, like." You guys want us to send her a treasure chest of, of culinary expression. And I was, it, we're, we're so stoked on that. And at your meal, um, supporting the ACF, it's going to show that. It's going to show – so plants, animals matter, mainly water. You, we all know water picks up energy. Big, big thing we are here is, is super clean around the food and our lives. We, we want it to echo and reverberate. Goodness, true True mana, true true life.
3: I'll tell you what. As we're hustling around Denver, all I can think about is you know stress levels and rat race and here to there. When I hear your voice, guys, it's so calming. And I, you know, I'd like to think you don't have a care in the world. Obviously, you do. Your cares, <laughs> your cares are much differently. But you're so grounded, and you're you just have such. Uh, you're in such tune with the important things in life. Uh, your family, your wife. Uh, the, the farm that you you live on, your environment, your community, it's, it's just all there for you, man. I, I really appreciate
6: people like you. Word, brother, thank you, man. We're all scepters, and if I can be here, pumping by 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 the diesel truckload of of what I do and what I express and what my intent is to Denver, phew, you know, like it's it's really I, I'm I'm kind of Colorado centric. Just had had worked in California. And I get it. Like, it's a ridiculous climate there. I get it. But, you know, it's a it's a big continent. It's a big hemisphere. It's a big – and we're pulling so much food from all over the place. You know, just, just the distance of, of, you know, Denver to Palisade, how do you feel after that drive? You know, but vegetables don't – and fruit, they really – you know, the, the shipping part. I really want everybody – I want to encourage everybody out there to, to think of Colorado as – is having what it takes to be more self-efficient and more self-aligned. We have 10,000 square feet of polyculture, hoop houses, um, bootstrapped greenhouses is how I look at it. You know, the extension cords running out there sometimes a year and just, you know, propane when we start some tomatoes. But the bulk of that time, we grow through the winter Cold hardy stuff like kale, red Russian kale, asinato kale, all kinds of kale spinach. There's a Bloomsdale <laughs> variety, and it is, it, it's got the, the texture and curliness on it. The convex of the leaf is so bubbly and so thick and full. It, it, it's, it's your great grandfather's spinach. You, you, you see in seed catalogs or you see somewhere improved variety. Well what's that improved variety improving for? Oh oh to fit four by, by six in a box? Oh, oh, to to resist bruising and chip easier. We are really fallen from the path of taste, intuition into, you know, this spinach back to it. And you guys keep me under control here too. I I, I get on tangents, just just hit me with the shocker button. But back to the spinach. <laughs> back to the spinach that variety is really hard to spray because of its convex style Go- google image of bloomsdale
4: and oh it bro it's crawlers. the best it's the savoy oh. yeah it's the best spinach if anyone knows about it brian freeman here and we've been doing bloomsdale with scott for a year and a half to urban farmer and sorry scott jump back in there
6: no worries man yeah and, and a shout out to chris Alan at urban farmer and and so and so do you do you see how do you see how the systematics of that get to be where you know oh I like a variety that's more flat leafed I can spray it cuz aphids are a huge problem on any leafy greens especially when you've got 10,000 square feet of you know nothing for for miles as far as surviving it's it's like it's like the buffet sign in the in the fall here everyone's like they want to get in our houses and so that comes to my integrated pest management. It's not this silver bullet, you know. Horticulture, agriculture, even cooking food. I, I try, I try, I try to compare those two because I'm I'm a horrible cook. I, I'm in the kitchen and the flowers out, and I'm like, you know, cooking eggs or something. And I was like, what are you doing? And I'm, so my my world is is more on on the on the end of you know. It, it comes like a, a cook a cook can make good food out of food. But, but for great food, I mean, literally great food, it has to start from this point of a certain bar or greatness. And that, that's, that's great. And, and Brian, it's been awesome sending all that spinach to you guys because we're, you know, it's, it's back in junction out here a little bit, and that's changing. But <laughs> our restaurants just can't absorb the amount of food we're growing. Right. And it's a growing point, we could grow more. I just really am stoked on, on the thankfulness of uh, of the support. And other stuff like the Colorado Chef Association program, if anybody's listening there, really would have some interest in working with education to chefs for seasonality and, you know, kind of what they can really pull from. A lot Lovely. of times, a lot of chefs that are really experienced, they're just like, oh, I want watermelon radish. And I'm like, oh, it's it's kind of like that late, you know. That late fall crop. I want, to, I want to really, chefs are the scepter or the tool that I can use to get this heirloom food in people's mouths.
3: Hey, Scott, uh, we we're going to let you go, but if you want to hang on, we're going to bring up one of the apprentices that's going to work on um, the dinner that you're doing with Chef Carrie Baird uh, teamed awesome. up for the summer dinner series. So if you let me put you on hold, we'll get that. We'll do a quick break. We'll get that apprentice up, and um, you can say that directly to him.
6: Ten four, guys. Greg, Jay, Brian, man, thank you so much, and love the show. Modern Eater is great. We've been we've been uh, working in the field, listening to some of the podcasts. I love, love it. it. All right, hang
3: tight, would you? Ten four. Okay, there's Scott. Okay, Scott, field four. You just gotta love that guy. You know, I'm falling in love with him and his wife and what they do. Uh, field to Fork and Palisade teamed up with, um, and these are the stories. Uh, Did
4: we say real before he got on? Yeah, I mean, no, it, it doesn't get much more real than that.
1: If
3: right? you want to know where your food's coming from, and that's why the lucky sold-out dinner, uh, the Chef's Table Experience will experience the food from Field to Fork with Chef Kerry Baird. Uh, none under, uh, none, none, better. I wish we could have had a dinner for 100, but the, the lucky guests that are in there. Uh, you're okay, though, because we're doing the same thing for eight weeks in a row, and um, you're going to be able to see Chef Keegan Gerhart do the same thing. You're going to be able to see uh, Brother Luck, uh, Kyle Menenhall, Daniel Asher, SummerDinnerSeries.com, SummerDinnerSeries.com for the lineup. will be, ra- we'll, um, words of my life. We'll be right back with Brandon Hart, ACF Apprentice, right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
2: If you're hyper local and you like food, Eat click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures.
6: It is good.
2: Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com.
10: Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-age specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, BrewsBeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Hey, it's Peter Allman with
11: South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at SouthRiverAquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming.
3: Okay, back to the show momentarily, but right now I have to tell you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. I'll tell you what, Jeff Rourke, we talk about him every single week. The most trusted man in the business when it comes to installing and maintaining draft systems. He works with managers and owners to make their dreams reality. Uh, Inefficient beer is a terrible thing, whether it's foam, uh, temperature. uh, You can get it right, and you can get it right with a guy like Jeff Rourke. Uh, Pouring inefficient beer, guys,
5: does what? Pour your money down the drain.
3: Please don't pour your money down the drain. You can get an A-plus report card from Jeff Rourke. He'll come in there, uh, give you an analysis of what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong, and then he'll come to the conclusions of what you need to do to pour p- perfect beer, uh, just like that brewer intended it to taste. So uh, save your money in the long run and call Jeff Rourke, 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions.
0: This is the Modern Eater Show at Troy Guard Tag Restaurant Group. I'll see you guys soon. My name is Jennifer Jasinski, and I'm listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
3: Okay, back at it at about 645, 650, we'll go in the kitchen to Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole with Chef Preston Phillips, who is the uh, week three chef on um, the Summer Dinner Series, which... uh, are off to a great start with the sold-out first week with Chef Kerry Baird. All your tickets will be available for you on SummerDinnerSeries.com or just go to Eventbrite and search out The Modern Eater. Back to the phones right now. Scott from Field to Fork, uh, one of the great farms that's teamed up with uh, Week 1 with Chef Kerry Baird. Scott, are you there? I'm here, right here. Cool. Let's bring on uh, Brandon Hart. Brandon Hart is an apprentice from the ACF Apprenticeship Program. Brandon, how are you? And welcome to the Modern Eater Show.
9: Thanks, Jay. I'm doing good.
3: Oh, good, good. Uh, so, Brandon, uh, we have Scott here, um, myself, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman from Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Show. We kind of teamed up on you here, but it's very important that folks know that you were one of these guys in the apprenticeship program that did so much and took so much initiative to get out there, talk to the chefs, uh, even do some staging with them because you're one of these young, ambitious people that would like to get into the business and learn from the best and work with great ingredients. So hats off to you.
9: Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
3: Yeah. um, Scott from Field to Fork, he wanted to – education is very important to um, Scott and his wife Jessica and their farm. Uh, Scott, you had something that you wanted to mention.
6: Hey, Brian, good to meet you. Uh, yeah, just I really encourage you to, to look at your, your food system and your community and really know to dive in and have your finger truly on the pulse of what's in season and what's available to you then. And then, my friend, the, the palate and your passion of, of culinary arts will be bar
9: none. Mm-hmm.
3: What do you think of that advice, Brandon?
9: Oh, it's great. You know, a, a lot of uh, what the Modern Eater Dinner dinner series is about uh, is kind of what i'm what i'm supporting too and what why i get got in the acf and uh keeping everything you know supporting colorado local and uh kind of trying to source everything here from within our area um i'm actually up in uh, grand county we're up here at tabernash tavern away uh, in the mountains we're about uh, two hours away from you so i i do come in into the city uh do a four-hour round trip back and forth just to come out there and study and uh a lot of what um, what we're doing here up in the mountains is, you know, we're trying to keep it local as well. It makes it a little bit difficult with uh, what's available to us with our purveyors, but we still, um, you know, purchase a, a um, farm, you know, farm to table from the local farmers that are in the area when we can.
3: Well, that's cool. Hey, if we could pave the way for you to go in and meet Scott and Jessica and go to their farm field to fork and palisade, is that something you'd be interested in?
9: Yeah, I would be very excited about that, actually. Um, yeah, definitely.
3: Can we make that Great. happen, Scott?
9: 100%, man.
6: It's, it's all about community, education, and awareness, people.
3: I love it. I love it. We're going to make that happen, Brandon. Uh, the Summer Dinner Series, why did Why'd you jump up and say, you know what, I, I know there's eight of them, but I want to do all of them?
9: Well, uh, the ACHF program has been, uh, you know, huge in opening doors for the students that are there. They have a lot of opportunities. Um for the people that are willing to take them. And I got into that program to, you know, um, meet like-minded chefs doing what I'm doing in the area and, you know, see their kitchens and, you know, see, see what else is going on. And, and uh, so I decided to take up every single opportunity possible. Um, and uh, we, it was, it's was. it been really great, actually. I won an internship in, to Spain uh, at El Solo de uh, you know, for four months because of just getting up and getting out there and checking it out. And since then, I've I've decided to do every single thing that they've offered me, and I have not regretted
3: it since. It's been really fruitful. Listen, I'm a little more confident in our future when I hear from guys like you, Brandon. Thanks, man. Yeah, it sounds great. We needed to thank you. Jay, you had something to say? Well, hey,
5: Brandon, it's Jay Parker here. I just wanted to throw out that you and I share the same first job in the restaurant industry, which is a dishwasher. And uh, so that's first. So, so, yeah. so, me and you, man, we, we go back to pots and pans. But in the in the dinner series, if I could put you on the spot, who, mm-hmm. what chef do you think that you're going to be most looking forward to hanging out with during the dinner?
9: Uh, on I was uh, really hoping to kind of um, uh, to meet a uh, chef uh, Earhard, you know, and from uh, the Food Network, and uh, even Chef Kerry Bayard. Actually, everybody, I'm really excited. Uh, it was a whole list of
5: in my mind, who are celebrity chefs, uh, you know? Gotcha. Well, listen, man, you're going to be right next to him, high fives and all. Yeah,
3: Uh, Jay, why would you put him on the spot like that? Well, because it's live radio, so he had to... do a favorite. He had to see,
5: well, you know, I'm
3: I'm trying to make him work. Hey, Scott, I know you're good at wisdom. Any final words for a young guy like this who's an apprentice and wants to get in there, get into the business and do everything that he can to, to absorb like a sponge and learn what he can?
6: Be in the moment. And, and obviously apply yourself, but but don't forget the things in life you like other than work. As an agriculturist, a horticulturist, sometimes I get so dived in and so focused on better, bigger, faster, stronger, more knowledge, better, bigger, faster, stronger. You gotta you gotta be like, wait, you know? I'm gonna roll a little number and do some skateboarding, or you know, I'm, I'm gonna whatever you do. You know what I mean? Play video games, draw, like you know. Family, whatever that thing is for you, that's outside of your career, because burnout is hugely high in the chef world. Is. and I, ho- I hope they educate you guys on on the on the culinary program there, and also for horticulturists, uh, ag has one of the highest suicide rates going. In he brought up
3: a great point there. Yeah, take care of yourself, really. I know you
6: Exactly, that that is the point.
3: Take care of yourself, Brandon. We look forward to meeting you in person on Tuesday.
9: Oh, I can't wait! Thank you so much for the opportunity.
3: There he is, Brandon. Brandon. Uh, Brandon Hart, ACF apprenticeship. Hey, Scott, you win the award. Um, line of the day. What did you say there? Roll a number and play some video games.
6: That... No, with skateboard. I'm not a video um. game player. I, I, I like. It. <laughs> roll a number, and then go for a skate. That, that usually sorts my head out. I love it, man.
3: Uh, <laughs> listen, we wish you – I don't think you're going to be joining us on the 3rd, but um, I think we'll probably try and get you down there on FaceTime
4: or something like that.
6: Something like that. I, I really love being in Denver. Talk about a nice place to go skateboarding.
4: Now. Well, and, Scott, you've always got a, a bed in my house if you ever want to come down. But, you know, you you and Jessica – this is Brian, obviously, but you and Jessica.
3: Wait, and- he could have a bed in my house too.
4: Well, yeah. I only have one. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> he could have a couch spot in your eye. Your, you, the man over there knows I've got a comfy guest bed. The uh, point is, you're a, welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. Always, always, yeah. always. Thank you, Scott.
6: Warmly appreciated, guys. And, and keep on rocking out in Modern Eater all the way radical.
3: Love it. Say hello to Jessica for us. And, uh, make and sure give you, your little boy a squeeze. Make sure you listen to we'll yourself do. on Monday when you're in the field
6: awesome guys thank you for all of what you do and enjoy tuesday guys
3: see you brother thanks for everything um, oh man
6: keep keep it coming this is this this relationship will foster and mature guys Just i love it lo- love what you do man
3: scott from field to fork there he is a uh, great guy um that's the type of thing that you're gonna know your food you know i wish we had tickets to offer you if you're in the shot of our voice right now to that dinner with chef carrie bear but it's sold out um uh, but another great farm yeah, paired up on the, on the uh, second dinner, which is the 10th of July with Chef Keegan Gerhardt. Um, go to Eventbrite and just search out the Modern Eater. And we have a story um, coming up from Peter Ullman from South River Aquaponics at 7 p.m. And then we have another chef who is week three of the Summer Dinner Series, Chef Preston Phillips, who will come up next, live from Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole, that's right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
2: Choose your path. Through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com.
1: Student loans, car loans, high interest credit card loans, debt adds up for all of us. But there are ways around it. Hey guys, it's Ross Kaminsky for my friends at American Financing. And I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way. A lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments, and mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate that high interest debt by refinancing your mortgage? You'll speak with a salary-based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan to fit your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees at American Financing. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. Get in touch with American Financing at 303-695-7000 or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
0: And remember to drink globally, locally. Hey Colorado, this is
4: Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater talk show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs, with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic With Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com.
3: Hey, it's Greg Holland back for gluten free things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins? The list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's Gluten-Free Things.
4: Whose cuisine reigns supreme?
2: You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen, brought to you by Gluten-Free Things, a dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada.
3: Okay, let's go. In the Kitchen starts right now. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman live on Facebook, too. Join us there. Um, Streaming live every Saturday evening along with our live iHeartRadio show. Summer Dinner Series tickets are available now. SummerDinnerSeries.com uh, First week Chef Carrie Baird. Second week Chef Keegan Gerhardt. Third week Chef Preston Phillips and uh, fourth week is a to-be-announced that we're going to announce on Monday morning. Being exciting,
4: exciting food is going to be there because it's all local folks and all and local beer in the
3: local season yeah. for pleasing. Five course chef's table experience beer paired dinners. Uh, Then Chef Daniel Asher is week five. Week six is going to be Chef Brother Luck. Week seven, Kyle Mendenhall. And then week eight is going to be the ACF dinner, which will highlight ACF chefs. Right now, let's jump to Cherry Creek, my stomping grounds. It's Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole. And online owner and executive chef, Chef Preston Phillips, online with us right now. How are you, Chef?
7: good greg how are you sir
3: yeah we're doing good man we are so excited for your dinner and you got to see the event space at the uh, barbecue supply company which is kind of a, a big wide open kitchen with uh, its seats 40 comfortably and it's going to be a great place to just show off your culinary skills and i know you're excited about it chef
7: yeah i'm super excited it's gonna be a fun time We've got all the means to have open fire cooking smoking um, all of these things that are going to happen for our summer dinner series. Uh, we're going to definitely utilize the smoker, the grill, lots of uh, whole animal, uh, primal parts, whole chickens, uh, big cuts of lamb, uh, smoked peaches by the case. We're going to have fun with it.
3: We got your chef, uh, your, your shopping list. We got to give you a hard time for it. Uh, Preston, <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you could tell you're not buying That's for sure. (laughs) But that's okay. Brian, when you looked at his list, what did you see there? You were like, everybody's going to have a pound of cherries.
4: (laughs) There were a couple on there, Preston, I'd love to give you a hard time about. Um, But I love it. I love where you're going. I love the fact that you tied in so much local. um, and And what Greg's talking about is I'm like, holy smokes, does does Preston know he's got a quarter pound of cherries going to everyone? And, like, they got a quarter pound of cherries, quarter pound of peaches, and uh, everyone's getting a lime and a lemon. That's for sure. (laughs) Preston, what was your
3: shopping list, and what are you going to assemble for these fine folks?
7: So we're going to start. We're going to do a Colorado-style bruschetta. So we're going to do tomatoes, peaches, possibly smoked. Uh, We're going to do some local basil. We're going to throw some goat cheese on there. We're going to do the second course. We're going to do some whole chickens over the open fire. Uh, So we're going to do family-style whole grilled chicken. Um, It'll roast for about an hour over the big uh, wood fire there um, with some accoutrements on the side. We're going to go into a lamb set, and we're going to take those fava beans. We're going to make a fava bean hummus and some fresh bread, some naan bread, and we're going to do lamb, hummus, and naan. Then we're going to go and Oh, I'm sorry, the course. We're going to do some uh, watermelon arugula salad before the chicken and the lamb. And then we're going to go into a Colorado cherry dessert and utilize that soft serve machine and get some fresh ice cream going and uh, have a nice dessert.
5: Hey Preston, it's Jay Parker here. I was uh I was down at the barbecue supply company today and Jared down there, he put that uh he put that uh what do you call that thing? The crank uh the gr- that grill, that that fire grill that you want to use. He had that yeah. uh underneath the hood and he had it fired up, man. It looked great.
7: Nice. And, yeah, so he said and he and nice. he
5: said it uh he said it killed it. He he did it, uh, a little lunch down there, so I think you're in for a good time
7: with that grill. Yeah, I'm excited for that. That'll be a fun one
5: hottest young chefs to watch in 2018
3: is named chef preston phillips and grind kitchen and watering hole cherry creek arts festival next weekend do yourself a favor stop into grind kitchen and watering hole and you'll see us right there uh on the um in the alley right preston where are you gonna put us
4: we're gonna do a live show <laughs> <laughs> you're putting us in the alley in the alley what's wrong next
7: with to it? the rain gutter
4: yeah you can swim in the pool or the pond which do you guys like <laughs> Preston, we're excited. Are you pumped? Do you You guys just get insanely crazy for this uh, Cherry Creek Arts Festival?
7: It'll be a busy, busy time. Yeah, we've seen more more people in Art Fest weekend than any other weekend in the year. So it's a a good time for us. Um, We have fun with it. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's a good time.
4: Will you sell any of the art off of your walls is the big question there, Preston. Oh, I will not. But maybe there's an opportunity there. It's still got a week left.
7: I
3: think we just do, uh, you know, eight by tens of Preston's uh, lovely face. You know, he's a (laughs) handsome young man. We'll sell those. He can autograph them. Preston, we're thrilled that you're joining the summer dinner series, and you really deserve a slot in there in many years to come, benefiting the. acf colorado chefs association apprenticeship program you're a guy of the community you're in my stomping grounds i'm a rare cherry creek native of 46 years and i love having you in my backyard my friend
7: greg i appreciate it i enjoy having the neighborhood as well
3: thank you I so pre- much really lots of fun it. wild times at grind i'll tell you what yes, sir. <laughs> all right preston look forward to having you on the show again next week we'll uh, do it again okay
7: all right, boys. Y'all enjoy it. Take care. Have a good one. I'll see you.
3: Yep, there he is, Chef Preston Phillips. Okay, we're going to come back. Peter Ullman from South River Aquaponics, uh, a great farm paired up with the Modern Eater Show. Be right back in a flash.
8: More outrage over immigration. I'm Joe Chiro Fox News. Tens of thousands of people joined marches across the nation, denouncing the Trump administration's immigration policies. One rally was in the nation's capital.
4: There are more than 700 taking place across the country today, and this one here in D.C. is supposed to be the largest. Thousands of marchers earlier rallied in front of the White House to send this message to the president that uh, a lot of these parents with their kids that brought these to these marches wanted to send the message that they are not happy with the Trump administration's rhetoric or its policies when it comes to immigration. Organizers are demanding three things, the reunification of families, an end to families being detained, and the elimination of the president's zero-tolerance
8: policy. Fox's Garrett Tenney it's being called one of the most consequential decisions of his administration as President Trump chooses his nominee to replace retiring Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy. He says he plans to pick someone who can serve on the bench for decades But that's not stopping him from making the decision quickly. He plans to announce his pick July 9th, in time to get a Senate vote on his nominee before November's midterm elections. Some of his fiercest opponents are now prepping for battle. The million-dollar question now on lawmakers' minds, the landmark Roe v. Wade Supreme Court case that set precedent for legalized abortion in the United States for 45 years. Fox's Jillian Turner. Dangerous heat in many parts of the eastern U.S. When you take the humidity and you add it into the thermometer temperature, you get the real feel. Philadelphia, New York, down towards Washington, D.C., we're talking about temperatures that feel like 105 to 110. That's why we have those excessive heat warnings
12: in effect. This is likely going to extend on into the next several days. I think we'll even have this heat in place for the 4th of July likely won't break until next weekend.
8: Accuweather meteorologist Julie White, Fox News, Fair and Balanced.
2: I'm about of bite to eat? It's time for the second course, hour number two of the modern eater.
4: What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're
2: getting to the good stuff. (laughs) With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Okay,
3: thank you for tuning in to the second hour of the Modern Eater Show right here on iHeartRadio and streaming live on Facebook right now with some new technologies. Uh, love it, and we love you to join us at the chef's table for the Summer Dinner Series. Summerdinnerseries.com is all you need to do to reserve your seat. Week 1 is sold out with Chef Kerry Baird. Tickets available now for Week 2 with Chef Keegan Gerhardt. Week three with Chef Preston Phillips, who you just heard of. To be announced, we'll do it on Monday. Is week four. Uh, Week five is uh, our friend Daniel Asher. That's going to be a great dinner. Then Chef Brother Luck, and then Chef Kyle Mendenhall, and then the ACF Dinner. All benefiting the ACF Colorado Chefs Association program, and we love all those folks there. Uh, Violet, uh, Joan Brewster, um, these guys are so great. Uh, let's go to the V there he is, it just lit up, the VIP line, it's right where the man deserves to be. His name's Peter Ullman, and he is the owner of South River Aquaponics, and uh, good to have you back on the show, Peter, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks for having me back. I know, at week two, Chef Keegan Gerhardt, we're ramping up for it, South River Aquaponics comes in, and uh, we just had the week one uh, with Field to Fork and Scott, the unapologetic organic farmer who loves his soil. And uh, there's a place for all kinds of farmers, but you're doing it different, man. And I just love it. When I sit down and talk to you, um, you've really got a passion for what you do. So let's just start there. What do you do,
11: Peter? <laughs> well, um, I'm a classically trained chef who kind of got out of the industry to get into farming. Um, we bought an aquaponics. Greenhouse, And so we raise tilapia and lobsters. Um, we grow butterhead lettuce, spring mix, some different herbs. And uh, with all that, we kind of wanted to add some CO2 to our greenhouse. So we started doing gourmet mushrooms as well. And we're growing trumpet mushrooms and oyster mushrooms right now. We're really excited to be a part of the summer series.
3: Yeah, the, <laughs> the mushrooms, you brought some down last weekend. And uh, I made a beef stroganoff that was out of this world with those mushrooms. Uh, As a kid, I wasn't a fan of mushrooms, and now I'm just in love with them. I think your taste changes as you get a little older. On Facebook Live, we're showing pictures of your mushrooms right now. Um, But Aquaponics Farming, explain your passion and why you got into the business.
11: Oh, sure. So, I mean, I I wanted to get out of the business um, of cooking food. I had carpal tunnel surgery in my hands. Um, so I was looking for a way to stop using my hands every day. Um, and, you know, growing up, I had a father who was very successful at business. We had a lot of opportunities growing up, and I just felt like, um, you know, I wanted to take my life and do something meaningful with it, uh, do something meaningful with those opportunities. So I kind of had what I like to call the Jerry Maguire moment, where I, you know, stayed up one night and wrote a business plan, but what was on my heart and what was on my mind was just... Looking around, seeing Whole Foods kind of having the monopoly on organic food, and organic food wasn't available to um, everyone. I wanted to do something about that. Um, I also kind of looking at our food system in America, where we distribute food from all kinds of different, you know, different lengths of distances. Uh, I just thought there's something we could do about that as well. And I happened to meet these three roommates who were farming tilapia. And they were putting the tilapia water over their garden. And it was about 116 out in Phoenix. And they were putting this tilapia wastewater on their 2,000 plants in their garden. And with no shade cloth, they were pulling off like perfect vegetables. So I was working in a restaurant, and this really caught my eye. Um, And so those three roommates were talking about buying an aquaponics system. So at that time, I thought it would be a good idea um, to basically buy their small company and buy an aquaponics system and move to Colorado. Uh, My family had some land there, so we kind of had a head start with a piece of property. Um, One of the roommates and myself flew to Wisconsin for 12 days and worked um, a much smaller commercial system in Wisconsin there and then ended up buying one of their bigger systems from that company. Um, But when we got the system, we kind of realized there was some building we still needed to do in the greenhouse. There was uh, no front doors, and we kind of needed to do some improvements, make it work for us. Um, So that's kind of how we started enhancing the greenhouse. Um, one of the things we noticed was our CO2 at 6,000 feet in the mountains was a little low. So that's that's what kind of led us to mushrooms. We realized that mushrooms off-gas CO2 when they're fruiting out. Um, so we have a mushroom den built inside the greenhouse, and all of the air from that mushroom den is filtered, but the CO2 gets, um, what do you call it? I guess piped over top of the plants, and so the CO2 will fall on top of the plants and help increase our yields. Um, we get bigger heads of lettuce, and so, so we kind of see it as a symbiotic relationship with the mushrooms and plants. Um, we're not used to necessarily using any of the aquaponics in the mushroom growing, but we are using the mushrooms to enhance our aquaponics.
3: I, I hate- call I call it uh, farming smarter, not harder, uh, right? and, and there's a lot of things that when we visited Um, your farm in Montrose, Colorado, that it struck me that you're trying to make a sustainable system for organic farming. And right off the top, first of all, uh, fact or fiction, Colorado is going through one of the worst droughts since
11: 2008. That is a fact, yeah. The water drought's really bad right now. Um, Farmers are getting restricted on their water usage. And aquaponics uses 90% less water. So, you know, we think this is a smarter way to farm for sure. Uh, what
3: about um E. coli? What about those types of things? What are you able to do with aquaponics as far as eliminating not just um not just reducing?
11: Right, so we have um no soil in our greenhouse. And so we've reduced the risk of E. coli um it's uh, dramatically um, we have a biosecure entryway where everybody that comes into the greenhouse has to wipe their feet on a bio green clean sort of bleach solution, I guess, to clean the bottom of your feet. Um, and we wash our hands thoroughly before we go into the greenhouse. And um, we have a series of different practices to that that keep, you know, with the cleanliness standards that we need to be at. Coming from a restaurant, that was really, um, that was easy for me to think about and adapt to is. Um, and inspection and cleanliness standards because restaurants go through that constantly.
4: Hey, uh, Peter, Brian Freeman here.
11: Hey, Brian. Hello, Brian Freeman here.
4: <laughs> hey, uh, so, you know, some good stuff that I'd like to talk about too that we're not even, we're just brushing over is the fact that uh, the fish, the lobster, you know one of the things is we've got fish we've got chefs for our dinner series asking for fish and it was one of the things that we never thought to ask you for is you've got local tilapia you've got you won't have the lobsters i i, I saw them and i'm so impressed folks if if you check out our tour of uh, south river aquaponics and you see the interview that we did with peter and his crew there you'll see the lobsters you'll see the tilapia and the fact that these fish you know, which there's there's this big debate, Peter. Obviously, you know, we talk with a lot of soil guys, and um, personally, we like to debate it because the fact that soil versus the fish, versus where is where, how clean is the water that you're getting? I don't want to speak for. Peter,
3: but he's not trying to do that game he's trying no, to do his, I know, his, I
4: know, but I love it, and I want to promote the fact that what he's doing is something different that most people aren't.
3: Peter thinks there's a place for farming for all all types of folks
11: absolutely, I really do I think you know there's some things that aquaponics are limited on um you know growing any kind of a plant where you have to flower it out inside of a greenhouse can be challenging, for instance um I would say the nutrient uh that that's produced in an aquaponic system tends to lend itself better to vegetative plants. So lettuces and herbs are perfect for us. Um, you know, it's not perfect for everything. It does have the tilapia factor, which I think is interesting. Um, you know, if you look at feed weight to weight gain ratio in different animals, um, you got know, like beef is one of the worst, so like nine to one, nine pounds of feed to one pound of weight gain. Um, our tilapia are doing fantastic at 1.7 pounds of feed to 1 pound of gain. Um, so, you know, we think we've got something kind of interesting and special there. Um, I think we could absolutely provide some fish for the dinner series this summer. Yeah, that's interesting. i got some big I- ones. They look like they're ready for <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Let's just rewind. A lot of folks
3: have heard of hydroponics, aquaponics. Sure. What is aquaponics?
11: Sure. So, um, well... First of all, you know, especially in Colorado, I think the cannabis industry comes to mind when some people hear hydroponics. And I think, you know, one thing just to educate everybody, um that we've been growing tomatoes in hydroponic greenhouses for a long time and in big big systems. So, we've been doing food production with hydroponics. I think what's interesting about aquaponics is you have a natural source of the nutrients. You're you're raising a protein and then the nutrients for the plants comes from that protein. Um We have a very clean system. We have to test our water um, constantly just to double-check and make sure. But we're also monitoring the water chemistry daily. We have to just maintain the balance of our aquaponic system. So when the tilapia have waste, the ammonia from their waste breaks down to become nitrates for the plants. Um, And you have to balance your pH and your water temperatures and your dissolved oxygen and all that stuff and keep track of those things to make sure that the system's balanced. Um, if you do that, then it takes care of you and it grows some really amazing food, and you don't have to add a lot of stuff. So we've really focused on let's not add any any kind of chemical sprays or any of that kind of stuff. You know, for bug control, for instance, we're popping um, praying mantis eggs in our greenhouse and letting a few hundred of those guys take care of the bugs. Um, we We do do a foiler spray, um, which consists mostly of uh, seaweed. Which actually kind of helps keep mildew away. So we've just looked for natural solutions to some of these issues and tried not to sh- shortcut anything.
3: It, it, it's it's interesting, Peter, because uh, tasting your produce and visiting your facility. I, you know what freaks me out is it just seems too perfect. It it tastes too delicious. It it looks too good.
11: But well, you know, it really caught my eye because I was coming from a five diamond hotel and a four star restaurant inside of that hotel. And the restaurant I happened to work in also did all the room service and all the pool orders. So I came from a very busy kitchen um, that prided itself on quality. And coming from that environment and tasting some, you know, backyard stuff that was grown in this aquaponic system with some fish, it really blew me away. Um, and that was really the beginning of my journey back in 2013. Um, and ever since, since then, it's just been really self-educating, learning as we go. Um, you know, the reason we found out how to treat and kind of prevent mildew is we at one point had a little mildew. So we had to figure out a way to solve that issue. Um, you know, and sometimes when you got a little bit of a bump in the road, that's the best time to learn something.
4: Well, and what's cool, I will tell you, is, is the right now, Peter, if you look on our Facebook live, you'll see that we've got your tree oyster mushroom. And the thing is, is a lot of people do oyster mushrooms and a lot of chefs know what an oyster mushroom is. I, I personally am in love with the tree oyster because of the way it grows and it's, it, I, I, I swear it's like almost like a sci-fi movie, the way it comes out of the side of the tree and, or the growing. Um, and, and I, you'll, you'll correct me, but you're growing uh, bags that you, uh, your media, your growing media that you grow. The the, the the varieties that you do are really cool.
11: Well, thanks. Yeah. And we're, we're definitely excited about the mushrooms. Um, you know, Greg, like you, I grew up not really loving mushrooms. So, when I went to Le Cordon Bleu, I really just wanted to keep an open mind. I wanted to learn about food. Um, and I started to realize, you know, it matters if my only exposure was canned mushrooms. That's maybe why I don't like mushrooms so much. Um, and you, you try something fresh for the first time, it really kind of can blow you away. I love those oyster mushrooms as well, Brian. They, um, we, we grow them out of sawdust and different stray, uh, straw bags. Um, so it's either sawdust or straw. Um, but they're really easy to work with. They lend themselves to a lot of different flavor profiles. So, like, your beef stroganoff, I've used them in some risotto before. they mm-hmm. just amazing. Kind of How
3: did that. you know that my first experience with cream of mushroom soup with <laughs> <laughs> with a casserole? Oh, my right? goodness. Uh, that was like, a lot of our first experience. Yeah, God Yeah, bless. like
4: green beans and uh, fried onions on top there. It's a crazy uh, – awesome. I mean, it's a Thanksgiving uh, staple, but, you know. Peter, here's what I would like to say. Um
3: as you're working with the Modern Eater show, and we uh, endorse your facility and uh, what you're doing as far as farming and aquaponics, and stand side by side with you as the Denver market will see more and more of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. That um, I'd say, don't be afraid. Um, look at this as a different means of farming and a very mindful thoughtful, uh, well-planned and organized way for sustainable uh, means of growing organic uh, produce for not only the folks that are privileged to be able to eat that, but for uh, the masses like that you're saying and the model that what you're doing is something that I firmly believe that uh, we need it in every single city. Um, I'd like to eat this type of stuff year round. And you've got a model for us to be able to do that. And um, I'm excited for a chef like Chef Keegan Gerhardt uh, to play with that type of food uh, that you're bringing. And when we had you in here uh, last week recording a couple of commercial spots and, and your kid was in here, mm-hmm. um, he, he was just the cutest. And you'll hear at this hour, this commercial, uh, and, and he'll pipe. But what's, what's the, his name again? Brent. Brent. Uh, Brent says, and he he truly believes it that what what was the line
5: Jay? From from which guy? Brent, uh, his kid. Oh, uh, he says uh, he says uh, I can't uh, veg, uh, vegetables. I I can't live without them.
4: No, I, he dad, likes them. He even will eat the
11: vegetables. His dad's vegetables. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it's funny. What freaked me out the first time was them, but both my kids eating. Um, romaine lettuce, raw, you know, just no dressing, just a head of lettuce on the way home from the farm one day after work. Um, And that kind of stuck with me, like, hey, there's something different going on here.
3: Peter, I promise you, when we left South River uh, in Montrose and we headed back on our road trip and you um, supplied us with a couple of uh, containers of your your butter crunch lettuce that we were doing the same thing, eating it like potato chips, and it's just delicious.
11: It's really good stuff, you know, and that's what stuck out to me and made me want to get into aquaponics. Wow. Um, and it's great to be working with you. We're, we're so happy to be to have you endorsing us. Um, for us, you know, I know the quality is there. For me, I just got to tell the world about it and kind of tell the world about what aquaponics is. So this is a huge help. Working with Chef Keegan is, is going to be amazing, and we're super excited for that. I'm excited for him to have these quality products in his hands and see what he can do with them.
3: We're going to get it on plates all throughout Denver, the Front Range, the Rocky Mountain region. We're excited about it. I know the chefs are excited about it. Uh, If there's a mindset that needs to be changed, I think that they just need to uh, see more of the facility, hear more from you, hear more from the folks that work with you. I know Dave, um, the the gentleman who works with you as well, that uh, the more and more that you see uh, the, the produce, the facility, and what you're doing, that uh, it's going to be endeared in the hearts and minds of everybody who loves delicious produce.
11: Well, thanks. We're super excited. you know. And, I, and I've always said people are going to bet on our processes and our facilities as much as our produce. You're right. And uh, it doesn't just have to look good on the shelves. Our place has to look good, um, and we need to perform good. Top so notch. Excited. Jay, you had something
5: to say? Uh, I was just going to say, uh, before I forget, Peter, um, the fact you mentioned it earlier where, you know, you were in a fortunate position to be able to do something. And I just I, I just want to give you props and kudos because you could have done, you know, a lot of different things. And you chose something that it, you're passionate about and that's important to you as far as spreading the word about the sustainable growing. And um, it's stories like that that w- we, really, uh, we really enjoy telling. So thank you.
3: Well, thank you, guys. We're Appreciate still going to build a casino, aren't we? Yeah, (laughs) let's build a casino. Uh, Listen, you guys will have the opportunity to meet Peter and his wife. Uh, They'll be down here on the 10th of July for Chef Keegan Gerhardt's dinner for your chef table experience. And you'll be able to get to meet the farmer and talk to him. And any questions you will have, it'll be at Chef Keegan Gerhardt's dinner. So we look forward to seeing you then. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. There he is, Peter Olman, right there. He's just—I'm telling you—the more you'll you you will hear from him, uh, the more you will uh, really appreciate and enjoy what he's doing. Uh, it's responsible farming. It's it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but it's what he's doing. Yeah, and uh, I appreciate that, Peter Olman. Uh, thank you very much. We'll be back in a flash. Guess who's in studio with us right now? We got to get him away from his uh, MacBook.
4: Well, but I, I love it. it's the chef slash it. I mean this Everything. this guy right here comedian. I- yeah, well, comedian. Oh, he, you know, he bon has bon thrown bon. some jokes. I think out here. it's. Uh,
5: I think it's completely uh, safe to say that he's my new man crush.
4: World. Oh, traveler. totally. You like his hair? You like his complexion? He's I actually do like his hair. He, he
5: actually does have fantastic hair. He's and got, as, got, well, as somebody that's thinning <laughs> at my age, and I still have hair, so I'm okay, and you know, and that's fine. But I am thinning, and it's changing my life. He's got just his hair great makes you hair. jealous, doesn't it? Look it at really that, does. folks.
4: Look at right here. This back. is on Facebook. <laughs> you no, know, what one gray in there? This guy's like a stud, you know? I want to take this guy and travel the world with him because he'll keep me straight. Greg,
5: we need to take a break.
4: Twan Law up next right (laughs) here the
3: Modern Eater Show, Ramen Throwdown. That's the name of the game. It's his event, and uh, I think you'll want to be there, especially after you hear from Twan next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
2: If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures,
6: it is good.
2: Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com.
0: locally.
10: Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-age specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, BrewsBeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon.
3: Okay, back to the show momentarily, but it's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solution time. You got to get Jeff Rourke. Restaurant owners, bar owners, brewery owners, you're getting some miles on your establishment, and you need to get an A-Plus on your report card for your draft systems. Uh, Get a hold of Jeff, 720-272-3809. 20 years in the business. Um, He can do all of those things for you. He can do a build-out for you, which uh, none better. They're flying them all over the country because Jeff's the most trusted man in the business. Uh, Foment's money, guys. And if you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing?
5: You're pouring your, your money, money down, down the drain.
3: drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. You just need to get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809. It's 720-272-3809, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions.
10: Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f*** is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
3: Yes, you are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Thank you very much for tuning in on this Saturday evening in the Mile High City. Next week, we'll be at Grind Kitchen and Watering Hole for the Cherry Creek Arts Festival and to uh, talk to Chef Preston Phillips, who is week three of the Summer Dinner Series. You can get tickets now for all eight weeks of the Summer Dinner Series at SummerDinnerSeries.com. We went on a round trip through the state of Colorado, this beautiful state that has so much to offer, um, sourcing farms and ranches and breweries and distilleries. It was a great trip, and we're bringing it all back to you with the summer dinner series and the best chefs, uh Chef Kerry Baird sold out, Chef Keegan Gerhardt, tickets on sale now, chef Preston Phillips, tickets on sale now, uh Chef uh Daniel Asher Daniel Asher, tickets Brother Luck on sale soon. Uh, uh, Brother chef Luck. Brother Luck Kyle tickets Mendenhall. on. Tickets on sale soon. Um, just A- keep up with ACF. It. ACF A- dinner. ACF dinner. And all of these dinners benefiting the fine program, the ACF. Colorado Chefs Association program. Um, It's their apprenticeship program. Well, wait,
4: and a shout-out to all the farms because, realistically, if all these farmers weren't growing some killer food, it's the base ingredients to make the chefs look good.
3: Five-course beer-paired dinners with cocktail hour to begin, and uh, it's worth your while. It really is. If you love um, hyper-local sourcing, community- uh, you'll love that. Here's what I want to do. Uh, we're going to take a quick break because I are we behind, Regis, a break? It's now time to do a break. Yeah, let's do a break. We'll come back. And uh, Tuan Law, as promised, we're not going to – what was it? Uh, Lindsey Cunningham on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no time, Tuan. No, you got no time. No time. Tuan's coming up. You'll love Tuan Law. He's coming up next on The
2: Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Soup's on. If you're hyper local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. Rocker Spirits It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion
4: or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com.
3: Yes, you are, and summerdinnerseries.com. Tickets available, summerdinnerseries.com. Welcome back to the show, streaming live on Facebook. Jay, you're doing a great job. Uh, You need to work on your title, so...
5: Well, in, in my defense, I no, it, you weren't it, prepared. Well, no, I was prepared. Why? The, the, the internet, then, n- no man is master of the internet. It shut down. I had to retype the it. The
3: internet didn't shut down. Well,
5: uh, no, the Google, World no, Google Wide shut, yeah. Web shut down. Zucker, the Zuckerman <laughs> man guy, he had a freak out and, and everything <laughs> crashed. And then I, I had to reboot it
4: back. No, now. well, Al Gore
5: invented the internet. What are you talking
3: about? So you couldn't <laughs> have made a better description.
5: Well, I was trying to get the live feed live when we started the show, rather than wait, you know, a minute and put up a picture of a goat until we were ready.
3: Introduce our talented guest, Jay. Uh,
5: the Mister, the one and only Tuan Law, my new man crush. He wears many, many hats, but he shouldn't because of his beautiful hair
3: and a miniskirt tonight no, well, in uh, studio. You know, I don't know about that, but Tuan, turn your mic on there, Tuan.
12: Oh boy! I got him! I got him! I got him!
3: And you're Mr. Technology,
12: huh? Oh, you know, I got to keep up with the stereotype.
3: What is that? This is radio. No one knows what you're talking about.
4: <laughs> no one stereotype? can see your skirt that's there, like, Twan. Uh, I know. <laughs> Twan
3: La. Hey, Twan, uh, that's like Tony, right? In, um, you no, know? pretty close. John, more like. <laughs> more <laughs> John. <laughs> Twan, thanks for coming into the show. Oh, you're, thank the, you, you guys. You're a friend of ours, Um and you're welcome anytime, but just one of these guys that, um, it's kind of like I don't know where you're. It's like you're a chef, you're a technology guy, you're a funny guy, you're a comedian, you're an all around friend. Uh, what is it that you actually do? How do you
12: make money? John? <laughs> well, let me clear this up uh, chef, mm, I don't know. That's that's reserved for somebody that actually runs the kitchen. Um, I, I cook. Uh, I I loved cooking. My friends and family owned restaurants before, but, uh, you know, I'd like to say I cook. You've owned restaurants? Yeah. Cafe, restaurant. Wow. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Listen. Any liquor stores in there, (laughs) Twan? He always shows up with beer. Wow. (laughs) Well, he's constantly showing up. Yeah. Liquor store, nail salons, (laughs) uh, (laughs) landscaping. (laughs) (laughs)
12: Do you live in a liquor store? (laughs) Uh, Well, so let's get back to what we do. Um, I I run a marketing and PR firm for food and
4: beverage products. Called? Culinary Trends. Culinary Trends. Well, and folks, Brian Freeman here. I'll tell you, this man is like a wealth of knowledge when it comes to... Really, when it comes to bringing us live to you on video, Twan is a man. I don't even know what you just said. (laughs) Oh, the the listeners. Culinary
3: trends. What? Seriously, here we go. Okay, Uh, I'm starting over. Twan Law is on the show with us right now. Culinary (laughs)
12: trends. Reset. (laughs)
3: Coming up (laughs) is going to be ramen throwdown at Stanley Marketplace. What's the date of that, Twan?
12: August 10th, and it's a hangar at Stanley Marketplace. Um, August 10th. We're very, very excited to uh, uh, be hosted by them. Um, great facility. Um, They've been taking really good care of us. So very exciting um, opportunity to have the space to to house all these great chefs that we're gonna bring aboard here. Ramen, close to your heart? What, Ramen with- is huge. So noodles have always been big in my family. My grandfather um, started this whole thing with uh, selling a noodle cart on the street in Vietnam. Um, way, way back in the day. Uh, we've always had noodles in the family. My daughter, when she was starting to eat whole foods, didn't eat anything but noodles. And ramen being be one of the... We didn't want to feed her top ramen or packaged ramen, so I had to learn how to do it. So this whole spin of ramen came out... Uh, ramen throwdown, I should say, came out of the fact that me and three other chefs were arguing about how to make it right and how to make it well.
4: Now, are you going all the way down with the noodles, are you making the noodles and everything from the bottom
12: to You the know top? what, um, I have tried to do it. Um, timeliness, I don't know if I have mastered it. So I have been using certain types of brands of noodles. Um, making it at home, it's, uh, gosh, it's not an easy task. Uh, machines have to be heavy, have to press the noodles together to like, have that taste, have that uh, bounce to it, that bite, you should say. Uh, I think you, your people called al dente, is that correct? Great,
4: yeah. your people, Greg. <laughs> My people do call it that. <laughs> um, I was yeah.
12: Juan <laughs> what can people expect
3: when they go to Ramen Throwdown, and how can they find uh, information on getting tickets to attend?
12: Yes, great. Uh, we have a Facebook page, Ramen Throwdown. Uh, we're selling tickets through, uh, excuse me, NightOut.com. Uh, shout out to uh, Jay Stutzman, Stutzman, excuse me, who's with uh, NightOut. He convinced me. To go with his platform, it's been working really well, um, and so we're uh, we're selling tickets on that, and it all goes to benefit a really great charity in town called uh, Kids Mobility Network. And so, something near and dear to you, actually. Really, yeah. I was introduced to our mutual friend Richard Schneider, Little Rich introduced me to that, uh, and uh, they told me their story. I'm like, you know what? I think I can do something to kind of help you guys out, and and uh, and uh, build an understanding of what you guys do. So. All the Roman throwdowns that, that have been organized have been for a charity. Um, this is the, it's going to be the fourth organized one, fifth altogether. So we call it ramen throwdown five. You got a line up the stars. Talk about the chefs. Wow. Okay. Alphabetically, Anna Walter from Super Mega Bien. Um, Beth Cochran, Bon Appetit. Brother Luck, we just talked about him. Uh, four. Uh, we've got Corey Baker, Sushi Ronan, Izakaya Ronin, Danny Tran of Eat uh ace eat serve. Actually it's Patron. He's, yeah. he's hot. Yeah. He is. Yeah, that's
4: part of the Vesta dipping grill group, and they're they're great food. Yeah, he's doing a great
12: job there. Um we've got Forrest Rager. Uh he's with Watercourse. Yep. Yeah. Um we got Dana uh, Rodriguez. Is that coming up? <laughs> well Dana Rodriguez, that's uh uh Anna Walter. Uh that we that, that's uh oh, Anna okay. Walter is uh Dana Rodriguez's Sue. Okay. So we 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 talked to her. Um might make an appearance. Who knows? But uh, this is the the offering that she has been. Anna herself has been an awesome um, person to speak to back and forth. Very professional. So I'm really looking forward to her. Jesusio Silva with Misaki Sushi. Yes, that's yeah, awesome. that guy is uh, a dynamo. He should be an up and coming. What's that? He yeah. should be an up and coming chef. No, he's he, is, he, he is on fire right now. Been there, but just a ninja about it. You know. Yeah. You know the guys that you say, <laughs> hey, um, uh, he makes it look easy. You know, he makes it look so hard. People didn't even pay attention to it, but it's awesome. It's perfect. I'm really just kidding is. with you, Zeus, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> this guy, is a near, uh, he's near and dear. Uh, we're, we're very close friends. Zeus, um, uh, and then after that, there's Pearson's Shields. Um, he's with the Hyde Regency Colorado Convention Center.
4: Pearson's an awesome guy, man. Yeah. He's, and a tie-in with yeah. the ACF. Yes. And a tie-in with the ACF. But Pearson is running a huge show over there yes. at the Hyatt, man. That's a big deal to be running a hotel that large.
3: Pearson, if you're listening to me, just call me, man. I'm terrible with email. I really am. <laughs> uh, and I'll see you at Ramen Throwdown. It's August 10th. It starts at what time? 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock sharp.
12: But come early so you can walk around and see how the chefs do their thing. Um, and... Uh, it, Again, a lot of parking at the Stanley Zone. In
3: the Stanley, yeah. <laughs> <In laughs>
12: no Stanley,
3: Stanley Hangar. It's a great
4: place. Well, and there's so many friends at the show at, at the this Stanley Stanley Hangar
3: right? is one of those things to where uh, we've been there for the ACF, and they had their President's Awards dinner. And uh, so uh, be there. Don't be square. Uh, bring your proof. Don't goof. And
12: are you serving any kind of booze? Um, there will be a, there will be uh, a cash bar there. We have a sake tasting and Japanese whiskey uh, tasting as well. Um, two of those companies are going to be there. So excited to have those, and uh, we're going to be rolling some sushi right before you. So people coming in that is you know that are not looking for just ramen, they want something else. We'll have that for them too. Just grab
4: it. Right Did now. you grab let's those guys that are out of Stanley? Because there's a sushi place in the Stanley. So let's hear. Hey,
12: uh Jesus Silva is the uh head chef at the Maseki. Oh,
4: that's yes. where I've met him then. Yes. That's where I've met him. And well, we've got, like I said, some great friends at the Stanley because we've got our friends Jeff Rogoff at Saza uh Pizzeria there at the Stanley. We've got our friends Mondo Vino or Mondo uh Greg, help me out with that, please. Mondo Market. Mondo Market, our great friend there. Um the Stanley is a place for great food I and like entertainment. The yeah.
3: And and um the sustainable market there with zero waste
4: Mm -hmm. oh that's one of greg's i go go get my
3: soaps there and i mean listen yeah come early go around the stanley take a walk through with your friends and family uh ramen throwdowns on august 10th tuan law a great cause um, listen, this is something that we really stand behind. Twan, what are you doing there, pal? <laughs>
12: you just said Twan Law is a good cause. I appreciate
3: that. No, with a great cause. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you are a good cause, too. Uh, seriously, uh, ramen throwdown August 10th. We'll be there, the Modern Eater show, uh, walking around, just kissing babies, shaking hands, uh, playing with Twan's full he- head of hair there. He's a good-looking guy, and he's uh, somebody who's really entrenched in the community. It's uh, culinary trends. trends. Culinary
12: trends. What's the website? Facebook, actually. Culinary trends marketing. You don't have a website. Tuan. You know what? Facebook is so powerful. A website is just like a house in the middle of the forest. It's where you
3: create yeah. your own content, though. Well, don't face- let
12: Facebook own your content,
3: Quan. <laughs> Send people to your content through Facebook. Right. Use it I, as I will
12: take you. I will take your advice um, as, yeah. a, as Fable going- and, and, start a fa- a, and start a website. You just promise? For you, just for you.
3: Not for me. For you. I'll build for it
12: for honesty. you,
5: Tuan. That's what I do. I build websites.
12: <laughs> Wix. Okay, so ticket information again. Where do they go? Nightout.com. Look for Ramen Throwdown. Say it again. Nightout.com and look for Ramen Throwdown.
3: Night out. You also probably have a Facebook event page. Yes, we do. So what do they look for there? Ramen Ramen Throwdown. Just uh, put it into your Facebook search engine. What do you think, Jay? I put do you the. Like ramen?
5: Re- I, I I love ramen, and in fact, I was asking uh, Tuan. I couldn't find that label of ramen, Tuan, that you suggested that I get because I buy the stuff you see the 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 the, uh, the top ramen or oh, the twenty
4: nine cents or the yeah. I mean, uh, well, listen,
5: cents. hey, you know, I'm being honest. All right, I can make. No, some I stuff. love you for but it. But Tuan, he gave me he gave me a name of ramen to look for, and I couldn't find it.
12: So when I when I go and I and I have to eat packaged. Not say have to, because this stuff is so good. Um, Nongshim. Um, N-O-N-G-S-H-I-M. I'm going to share
4: this right now. But where uh, do you get it? Where do you get it, Twan?
12: The Asian supermarket. And my favorite supermarket to go is Pacific Ocean Supermarket uh, in Aurora. Don't even sale. go
4: there. I know. I know the owner. very well he and i are friends don't even go there is that what you just said no i will don't even go in the respect of like (laughs) you
12: mean get out of here yeah 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 (laughs) jong is jong
4: the owner of that place they're great great people over the pacific federal and alameda tuan and mississippi and peoria tuan
3: yes how many types of noodles can you name
12: (laughs) go okay uh, wait, 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 wait. Just, just,
4: just, just on the Asian side, or? or? Sure, throw it out in your language, babe. <laughs> no,
12: <laughs> no, just, no, he uh, meant uh, the style of noodle. noodle not any language. noodles? Just noodles. Oh, okay, okay, ramen, pho, bong, pancet.
4: You're throwing jelly off. I see that look. <laughs> Come no, on.
5: I'm, count- I'm counting them.
4: He's got four so far. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got that's for That's all you got? That's all me. I got. Uh, that's a linguine, a you know. spaghetti, oh, a capicoli. That's yeah. what I
12: said. Uh, uh, you, uh, want me, you, know, you want me to go there? Fat linguine. What's your favorite? Skinny linguine. My favorite? My favorite would be pho.
6: You can't yeah. say that
12: on the air. <laughs> 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 okay, so, yeah. No, it's the, uh, it is the uh, Vietnamese-style um, uh, rice noodle. Man, I'm starving. Right I am now. just starving I for know. ramen or any so. noodle.
4: And we're getting close to Jay's 20% time oh, of yeah, the day. Oh, right, yeah, 80, yeah. 20. How about beer? We've got beer dinners uh,
3: paired up. And um, as much as you want ramen right now, I mm-hmm. bet you want uh, beer, too.
5: Yeah, I I could take a beer uh, intravenously right
4: now. Yeah, yeah don't <laughs> mess with us, Jay. Yeah. Come on, man.
3: Up next, it's Charlie Kinney. This man, um, I've really... Don't know anything about beer, but when you talk to Charlie, he's forgotten more about beer than I'll ever know. And when it comes to the Summer Dinner Series, it's uh, week one with Chef Carrie Baird. They're teamed up with Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project and Brews Beers. Coming up next is Charlie from Brews Beers right
2: here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper local and you like food, Eat click and taste The Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com.
11: Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a La Cordon Bleu trained chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old-world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics, And see our products? Go to our website at SouthRiverAquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming.
0: My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them.
3: Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's Gluten-Free Things. <laughs>
2: Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment.
1: I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a a chair and and a cooler beer.
2: Here's your Booze News.
3: All right, back at it, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and the chatty Brian Freeman, who likes to talk <laughs> to me when my headset's on and he knows I can't hear him. A man that has uh, forgotten more about booze and, and has all the booze news than I'll ever remember is Charlie Gottenkinney from Brews Beers. How are you, Charlie? Good.
10: How are you doing, Greg?
3: We're doing good over here, man. It's a a rare in-studio. Usually we're out and about, and you've got an anniversary coming up with Brews Beers, which is uh, next Saturday night. Congratulations. We're so excited for you. Two years in business and just killing it.
10: Yeah, it's our second anniversary, and we're having a pretty big party to go with it. So uh, that is next Saturday, July 7th at Brews Beers, which is at 67th and Pecos. And uh, we've got quite a lineup for the day, starting with a car show in the morning. And we'll have the basted egg food truck out there for breakfast. And then the Midtown Market goes from 11 to 3. And then we really kick it in uh, with the party. And uh, we've got three different bands starting at 4 o'clock. And tons of great beers, about 23 in all, including the release of our official second anniversary beer, which is a Rocker Whiskey Barrel Belgian Quadruple called Drunken Monkey. And it is terrific. So... Uh, You'll be able to score a bottle, Uh, there aren't a whole lot of them, so, um, you know, get there early, but they'll be available that day. We've got three food trucks, we've got games, we've got all sorts of fun happening, and it'll be going uh, to uh, probably pretty late in the evening, so um, that's the second anniversary bash next Saturday, July 7th at 67th and Pecos at Brews Beers.
4: And you can bring your dog.
10: Yeah. You can bring in all your dogs. Sold. I mean, Charlie,
3: Jeez. Yeah. wow, what a lineup. And is uh, your partner Ryan Evans, is, is his mom making her famous waffles?
10: Well, you know, she did that uh, Thursday for the uh, Belgium-England soccer game, so uh, uh, she won't be doing it next Saturday, but uh, we'll see how the World Cup goes. We may get a repeat performance out of Sharon. I love it,
3: man. You guys do everything. It's almost freaky, right? how you do things. Uh, your beer delicious. Your tap room is uh, fully equipped. Uh, you're brewing delicious beers there. I'll tell you what, um, Charlie, here's the thing though. The summer dinner series in week one was chef Carrie bear to sold out a uh, five course uh, beer pairing dinner. And along with intrepid sojourner beer project is Brews beers. And as much as you're going to release that, um, that uh beer that uh, was aged in a rocker barrel you're going to give a little taste at these dinners
10: yeah we're going to have a sneak preview on Tuesday night at that uh, at that dinner and uh, it'll actually be with the uh last course of the evening so uh, it'll go quite quite nicely with that panna cotta too
3: when i hear uh, last course it just means dessert to me right <laughs> <laughs> i like it man um beer dinners Something you like? Do you like food and beer? This is kind of teeing you up there, Charlie.
10: Oh, yes. I definitely like food and beer. And uh, I like to pair beer with food whenever I can. Um, I'm a wine aficionado as well, but I like beer just as well with food as uh, as wine. So uh, a lot of uh, great possibilities out there. And uh, did one not long ago up in Snowmass, and uh, it was really well received and uh, looking forward to... Um, breaking out five different beers on Tuesday night. Along with Intrepid Sojourner, they'll be uh, uh, having five of their beers as well. So it'll be quite a selection of beers uh, to go with an amazing uh, an amazing dinner.
5: Hey, Charlie, it's Jay Parker here. Uh, you know, Greg and I, we say it all the time. We use the line that you've forgotten more about beer than, than we'll ever know. But uh, a lot of times, you know, people do stuff on Saturday nights, they can't hear the show. Uh, how could we get a hold of some of your knowledge about uh, beer? I'm thinking a little bit into the website of ours, the ModernEater.com. Yeah.
10: Well, tell, tell us yeah, about your article. Of, uh, well, there's a bunch of articles. I think uh, uh, the latest one is on British beers, and we've had them on Belgian beers, and uh, have some coming up on different styles of beers, as well as uh, things like Scotch Whiskey, and and uh, certain food items and stuff. So I like to talk about, uh, you know, beer, how it goes with things, and, and also get into some of those other topics.
3: Charlie, could you do an article on bitchy beers? Beers that are bitchy just... beers? Yeah, like uh, just really pretentious, uh, highfalutin, to almost to where it's borderline wine.
10: Uh-huh. Yeah, I can do one of those. <laughs> I'm just There's a big there's a big trend to uh, mix uh, uh wine must in with uh, uh, beer and ferment it. And uh there's a bunch of those out on the market right now. Wine must? Uh, Please. I yeah. you must tell
3: me what wine must is.
10: Well, wine must is is uh wine grapes that have been crushed but not yet fermented. So they they call it must and it's uh you know, it's basically the raw grape juice that then gets fermented into wine. So you mix that with beer that has not yet been fermented, and it ferments together and produces something that's halfway between wine and beer and pretty amazing.
5: That sounds amazing.
10: Wow. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. learned something new.
3: Charlie, you can check him out, uh, themoderneater.com, Charlie uh a great writer of the website, um, the first of, of the dinners with Chef Carrie Baird—it's a sold-out dinner. I'm sorry you can't go there. But Charlie, you're going to be bringing your beers. We appreciate you. Looking forward to seeing you on Tuesday night. Bring all the deliciousness mm-hmm. that you have, and um, good luck on the anniversary party. Not that you need it, but uh, there it is. Brews beers. Uh,
10: it'll it'll be a lot of fun, and we're looking forward to uh, uh, welcoming welcoming a lot of people to it. Thank you very much,
3: Charlie. There he is, Charlie Gotten, Kenny right here on the Modern Eater Show. Brian, great job again tonight. Jay Parker, you guys, um, it's summerdinnerseries.com. They're beginning this week, and we can't wait to get back here on the Cherry Creek Arts Festival. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week live from Cherry Creek on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.